0: There you go. That's some pretty nice music to start. Another episode of Survival of the Fittest is the soup du Jour. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time once again for me to chat and talk it up. Well, I tell you what. Where do you live? Where is your mind? What is it that you like to eat? What state do you live in? And what state has the best food. Man, I can tell you, we can go down the line about that one. And I think everyone would fiercely fight you to say that their state is the best state for food. Now, uh, let's see, California has its share of great chefs, its share of great restaurants, great culinary traditions, texas new york you tell me then again you tell me what's your favorite dish from each of these states well we can go down the line do you like uh, smoked kansas city uh barbecue do you like texas style barbecue do you like uh, memphis style barbecue do you love the Gulf-style seafood restaurants of Florida and Mississippi and Alabama? Do you like the Creole and Cajun food of Louisiana? Do you love the rice and beans de Puerto Rico? Do you love to eat all these wonderful things that the different states have to offer, the different territories and the different parts of... Really, and if you think about it, you know, I, I, I'm very, you know, like, this is what I know, you know, this is where I eat and, uh, and I've been around and I tell you what, you know, now that we're, we're sort of like, not only, I mean, we used to have most of our listeners here in the States early on, but now we have a lot of international listeners. And I'm curious that uh, maybe they're all feeling a little bit, because you're probably listening to the show saying like, hey, you know, I don't live in, uh, in uh, Kansas. I don't live in Idaho. I don't live in Montana. I live in Turkey. I live in Ireland. I live in uh, Morocco. I live in Japan. And that is what's wonderful about the United States. All those countries I just mentioned are properly represented here in the united states and that's cool one thing we've always been able to take claim to in the united states is that we are a melting pot of different peoples from all over the world and this is why i say that uh, this is the united tastes of america los sabores unidos (laughs) you know these are the things that that really kind of give us a very unique perspective on food. And when we can say, what is your favorite dish? Do you go way back to say, like, well, I like a, uh, like, uh, what is it, a Cleveland Brown? You know, <laughs> the sandwich? Or is it, uh, or is it having, uh, you know, uh, an etouffee from New Orleans? Or is it, you know, all these different things? But the fact is, over the years, it's changed. In California, you might have said, well, at the Brown Derby, they used to make a great French onion soup. Is that something from California? Maybe not. But now you're definitely going to say, I love a big, nasty, <laughs> and I say that lovingly, California-style burrito. Mmm, lleno de carne asada and some hot sauce and rice and beans. Yum, yum. Or I like to go to Miami and have a Cuban sandwich, which probably didn't come from Cuba, but certainly uh, Cuban immigrants kind of developing the sandwich here in Miami or in South Florida. Um, You know, these are the things that I love, that you could go to, uh, to Chicago and have some really good german food or new york i mean where do we start when we talk about new york city and its flavor profile where do we begin little italy chinatown i mean do we go to the 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 late great sammy's you know on 41st was it on 41st i don't recall if you all remember let's schmaltz it up at sammy's you know what i'm talking about romanian cafe uh pierogies i mean wow what a country, what a place to eat, what a place to grow up, what a place to visit, what a what a stunning just flavor profile that we're lucky enough to share with the world and with each other here in the United States. I mean, Native American foods in New Mexico, I mean, what can I say, you know, where do we begin, great sushi in Washington State, you know, where you'd say like, why, but because there's a lot of Japanese there and they have that extremely good seafood. Yeah, of course it'd be great seafood. Yeah, uh, great sushi. This is what makes me excited to be a chef in America. All those influences. I remember when I was young, we used to go to Thai restaurants. We'd go to Indian restaurants. You know, I was lucky enough to grow up in the San Francisco Bay Area, you know, where flavors and ethnic food were really the norm. You know, everybody wanted to, in the 80s, to have sushi, and you could have just a number of sushi joints, like Miyakis. We used to go to a place in, Los, in Palo Alto on University Avenue called, you know, Miyakis, and it used to have like a two-hour wait to get in there and just have maki rolls, and, and the you know, the standout for me, of course, was this cabbage-like salad with this, like, miso and soy dressing that I loved, and it was, I couldn't get enough of that, but... That's the beauty of saying we live here. You have a passport of flavor in the United States, you know. And, you know, there's just little niches, too, that I've never heard. I don't even know what goes on in these little towns where, you know, where maybe they're making, you know, some dish from the old country, you know. I mean, not to mention all the great Jewish delis, you know, where you can get great matzo ball soup or... uh, or kasha uh, vernishnikas, and everyone corrects me. Anyone of any kind of Jewish background always says that's not how you say it. But you know a great knish, man. I love knish. I used to go to Yona Yona Yon- Shimmel's in in uh, in uh, the Lower East Side and just get a great kasha knish, uh, or uh, you know, and they get they get they get funky. They actually do like a potato and cheddar and jalapeno knish, which I love. So you know, go to Russ and Daughters and. And 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 get yourself just, you know, great smoked salmon on a on a everything bagel with the, just a smear of cream cheese with green onions and it's just delicious. You know? Go have some pho, Pho. I always said pho, but I was corrected pho. And get it with the with the with the dried beef tongue or the or the or the flank steak. Just amazing. We are so lucky. We are so lucky that this is the case for us here, that you have that ability to not only travel within the United States, but around the world when it comes to food, you know? Indian food. Wow. Are we lucky to just get some great Indian dishes in America? You know? And it's not that I'm not saying, like, don't travel, don't go to Spain and have wonderful salmorejo in Andalucía. I'm not saying don't go to Rome and have that pizza with the potato on top that you say like pizza and potato, but it is the best. I'm not saying don't go to Greece and have a great Slovakia or 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 just just. I mean, Greece has such great food. Forget about it. I love it, and or go to Germany even you know where you say to yourself like, well you know I've never really been up on German food, but it's wonderful. It's great. Austria, you got a good Schnitzel. you know. It's the best. Go to England and have bangers and mash in the morning. That's what I'm talking about. As a chef, the passion and the love for food can drive you to travel and search out that mysterious flavor that will fulfill you as a chef that secret sauce, that missing spice in your life, that's what I'm talking about. It's a beautiful reality. I'm very excited. I mean, just kind of, this is like an off the cuff today. You know, we didn't think much about it. We just kind of said, let's just record. Let's, you know, want to thank our sponsors and we want to make sure we stay relevant. But I really wanted to just talk about how exciting it is to just dine out and not necessarily say like well i just want a big old steak and that's fine if that's your thing you know but nothing like someone doing like a, i guess a yankee a yankee pudding you know with a steak and that makes it very different or just some great mashed potatoes you know these are the things that i say to myself like Yeah, being a chef is wonderful. Discovering flavors is the best thing. And to push yourself to get out of your comfort zone when it comes to cooking and living and discover, you know, who knew that you could go to Peru and eat some of the most amazing food on the planet? Who knew you could go to Buenos Aires and have a fugaceta, which is one of those things that people some people know and not everyone knows. But if you don't know, you better find out what a fugaceta is. And if you don't know what it is, you better eat it because it's delicious. And I'm going to leave it at that with that because I need you to find out what a fugaceta is without me talking about it. Who knew that you could go to South Africa and get some of the best wines and some of the highest end cuisine that you ever thought of you know who knew but as a chef you're willing to get out of your comfort zone and you're willing to discover this Ireland what you got for us that's what I'm talking about welcome good to see y'all turkey <laughs> some exciting food their street food might be some of the best on the planet you you know you think that only in los angeles (laughs) not true turkey has some amazing street foods and stalls and different things and you know not to mention turkish delight yum um cataplanas from portugal and curries from india and curries in london (laughs) because they're that good you know in, in the uk um So, this is what has always been my driving force, you know. I was a lover of, of, like, different cultures and different things growing up. And really kind of putting the two together with food and travel and understanding of different people's cultures, you know, by what they eat. It's really what good screenplays. It's really what good TV, it's really what good podcasting is all about. It's about discovery. And that is what I'm pushing on you today. Get out there, eat, travel, enjoy your lives. I think that if you are willing to get out of your comfort zone you will discover those things that will make you excellent. Excellent not as a chef, not a, excellent at life. And this is very important. You must become an expert of living because it's not all about 10, 12, 14 hours a day of work. It's not all about bills. It's not all about that race, that race that you're constantly in, that tapon, you know, the... the well, I, I guess it's called the traffic jam. <laughs> it's about learning how to live your life. It's not forever, y'all. It's not forever. And, you know, I'm not trying to be negative. I'm trying to be positive. It's not forever. And when that day comes, well, you will meet that adventure as well, whether, however you want to meet it. But it's about learning how to live your life. Become a professional life liver, you know? Become a professional enjoyer of life. I know that doesn't make sense because these are words that I'm sort of inventing, but because I feel it, you know, I'm a professional liver of life. I'm a professional eater of great food. I'm a professional discoverer of wonderful flavors. And these are the things that I need you to do as a chef, as a human. Get out there discover something new discover something for you and with that i must say you know survival of the fittest is the soup du jour and i will always push you surviving and i will always push the soup du jour because i'm that chef ladies and gentlemen it's always a pleasure to spend time with you I'd like to say hi to everyone around the world listening to us. Please be inspired. Get out there. Try something new. Share it with the people you love. And once again, this is Survival of the Fittest, the Soup Du Jour. I'm Chef Roberto Trevino, and I'm thanking you for spending some time with me. Y'all take care. Greetings, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care, folks.